Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best soup. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Okay, here's the other half of the story from last week. <laughs> I said I was interested in best hand gesture. I said I looked at it. And then... And then I suggested, how about best soup for my topic? Cause we each picked one. And then your response was going to be that best soup was more my speed. I, I almost had already started typing. Right. Let me guess best soup <laughs> to which I kind of rolled my eyes, to be honest, at best soup because it just seemed, <laughs> it seemed so after something as complicated and ridiculous as best hand gesture. Right. Best soup seems so like, mm, let's just do a simple one. Yeah. Which, as we have found out, Hal, though, in our research for this, it's not a simple thing. There's a bajillion kinds of soup. Yeah. And every culture in the world has a soup, it seems. Yep. And where do we even begin? Do you want to go regionally? Do you want to go? Do you, I kind of like the idea of making this a world, like a world cup of soup. Ooh. The world. world cup of soup. World cup of soup. Okay. I'm, I'm down with it. I, first I want to thank Ydub on Reddit. Thank you, Ydub. And, and also Teresa Richards in the Facebook group who recently rekindled and asked this. It's been on the list for a while. And now is the time where we, where we burst forth to talk about it. I love, do you love soup? How do you, um, how do you feel about soup? Where are you on soup? <laughs> it seems like it's funny because soup is, seems to be used as one of those things that's just like mundane things in the world. Right. So, like, how you feel about soup is kind of the perfect question for this show. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess it's fine. Really? You just guess it's fine? You don't love soup? No, I'm not a huge... I mean, it's okay. Oh, I love soup. I, I rarely to never order soup. I like... I I want soup all the time. I, you know, the great thing about soup is sometimes it can be a meal in a pot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just the, the, an enjoyable soup you have before the meal comes, but you can have soup with every meal. See, I, to me, a soup, it just makes me fill up before a meal. Yeah. Yeah. It does. <laughs> if it's a good, it does. You know, you got to fill part of it. You don't want to eat a soup and be like, Oh, I, I don't, I didn't eat anything. I don't know if I ate anything. If you're eating food. It should fill you up a little bit. I don't think it fully fills up the tank for me. It fully fills up the tank for me. And then I get mad because I was like, man, I'd rather my tank get filled with food, not food plus water. <laughs> this feels like I'm drinking a meal when I could be eating a meal. Right. You know what I mean? That said, I do. When I started, I guess the concept of soup to me seems super pedestrian mm -hmm. upon first read. And like we're, we're soup, but then when I started getting into lists of soups mm -hmm. and trying to figure out like what we were going to have, uh, what was going to make the list, it's not like I don't think I love soup, but I think, oh, I love ramen or I love minestrone, like individual specific soups. Sure. I like. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. 
So you do love soup. It sounds like you love soup. <laughs> it's it fine. Like you don't want to admit it because you feel like it makes you too, like, sort of plain. No, no, no. It turns no. you look, into a, a normie, quote unquote. Well, I look, I, I have longed my whole life to be a normie. Well, but, just surrender, just admit, just say right now, just say, you know what? I'm thinking about it and I love soup. I, you know what? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I love some soups. The concept of it. No, that, see, that's the thing. Oh, and that's where I, that's, that's where I'm, I, I have the disconnect. Cause the concept of soup to me is like, yeah, that's, that's fine. That feels like, you know what I think of? I think of like, like, uh, uh, the Great Depression soup lines. Sure. Like I think of like a bowl and a ladle and a line of people getting a ladle put into a bowl. Sure. So I guess that's like my, and, and it's not even a negative connotation. It's just that's the image I have. And I'm like, yeah, it feeds people. It, su- it sustains. It nourishes. I guess soup is not something that I am passionate about. It's not as if soup is without darkness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that I've never, I just have never heard that sentence before and I got real excited about it. There is some darkness to soup. It's, yeah. It's, a representative of some tough times because it is, it, it can be a, a very inexpensive thing to make. Mm-hmm. You know, you boil up some, some chicken bones and mm-hmm. a little bit of meat. You have stock. Yeah. You use that stock or you can make a stock out of a number of different things, but it's inexpensive to make. It's something you can heat up and have and it doesn't cost a lot, which means in at times like the depression. Yeah. You know, you know what, Hal? What? I love soup. See? You love it. Yeah. And like, and you know, putting it that way, like it is the food of the masses. Like it is. You, you know, there's always, you know, it does, it feels like something that will always be there. And it is, I, I guess I just don't, I haven't necessarily associated it as closely as you do with comfort. You know what I mean? Oh, like the, well, the, the comfort food nature of soup, but I absolutely know. see it. The, the ultimate soup for me. My favorite, and I don't know that it's the winner, is is chicken matzo ball soup. That is a well, sure. big part of not only my childhood growing up and one of my favorite foods, but it's part of my culture and heritage. Right. So, you know, it's just the level. And, you know, there are other foods that are as well, but soup seems to be part of each culture. In the Ukraine, they were like, hey, we have a lot of beets. We're going to make a beet-based soup, and that's why we have borscht. Mm-hmm. You make soup out of whatever you have. That soup is a very there's just a wide variety of different types of soup: egg and lemon, beet, corn. Tomato, I guess that's. I guess that was part seafood. of it that seemed that seemed so daunting to me. Sure, that's that's like being like, okay, best food. <laughs> I'm like what best food? Like that's. I guess that's that that has seemed daunting to me. I don't want to seem like I'm resistant to the topic. Sure. Um, cause I, it is really fun and I love that we can do it and I love that we can talk about it. Um, I just think it is daunting. So that's why I think that it's a good idea for us to, uh, regionalize it and, uh, pick one from each region for our world cup of soup. Okay. And then, uh, eventually we will find a winner. How does that sound? That sounds good. By the way, uh, I, I, I will point out that I, I'm sorry if I, I seem a little sidetracked. I'm also typing. And trying to, as we are talking, I'm trying to organize these by region. <laughs> sure. So my brain is, uh, is doubly messy right now. Continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. 
I was going to say, I think one thing we can do right off the bat is eliminate cold soups. Do you agree with that? No, not necessarily because they might, a cold soup might come out of its region as the still the winner. Okay. Give me but, an example. But I'll tell you. Borscht can be warm. It can be, but can also be cold. I think we can eliminate them the second we mention them, though. Yeah, okay, that's fine. All right. Um, <laughs> do you want to throw some out? And you can, and you know what? You can actively eliminate them if you want. You can feel free to put them in a cannon and shoot them out of the studio. Perfect. And by studio, I mean our respective apartments where we have recording gear. Okay. So here is what I have done. I have divided them up into, um, into one, two, three, four. Really, it looks like three categories. Okay. Um, with a couple that I'm not sure quite where to put them. Um, and I apologize because I do not know many South American soups. Uh, there is no category for South America. I do not know many African soups. There's no category for African soups in here. Okay. Um, though maybe a good tagine is kind of like a soup. It's a little thicker. Well, soup soup is generally uh, from broth or stock. That's right. how it's defined. Tomatoes probably the one exception to that. One of the mm-hmm. few exceptions because there are chowders that is not quite a soup, right? Because they're more dairy based. And then stews are not uh, necessarily very thicker, uh, right? More flour based. And chili is more considered a stew than a soup. So are we counting stews in there? Because that would eliminate any of the. Uh, it would eliminate any of the Moroccan stuff that I like. I think, I, to me, a stew is different than a soup. Okay. So that would eliminate, and you can also then tell me with some of these, like, nope, that's a stew. And I'll be like, okay. great, we'll eliminate it immediately. So right. chili, off the list. Off the list. Okay. Um, so here's what I have got. I've got, and I don't know, I, I did not put it in a category because I don't know if, uh, matzo ball soup or where it originated. I know it is Jewish, but, uh, there are Jewish people everywhere. I don't know what country specifically matzo ball soup came from. Do you? Uh, if I had to guess, I would say, I would probably guess Eastern Europe. That would be okay. my guess. Can't prove it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, oh no, sorry. The Torah. That is where, that's where it originated. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, actually the matzo represents the Jews leaving Egypt. So this could be our one African soup. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, so I've got them divided. We have a lot of American soups because we are American and we eat a lot of American soup, but we have some, uh, honorable mentions from around the world. Uh, let me ask you this. Oh, uh, oh, and then you know what? While we're talking about it, cause these were the two that I didn't have categorized, but I'm putting mm-hmm. matzo ball soup in the United States and I'm putting, uh, borscht cause I don't know what part of Russia it's from cause half of Russia is in Asia and half of Russia is in Europe. Let's put it with the Europe soups. Okay. It seems more European. Sure. Um, also, can we just eliminate it right away? Eliminate which? Borscht. Uh, yeah, I think we okay. can. It's gross. It's a weird <laughs> red pink <laughs> liquid, and then people put sour cream into it, and actually, then sour oh, cream clots. Oh, no, I don't want to eliminate it yet. I want to talk about it first, because I actually <clears throat> do love hot borscht. I had <clears throat> it in Moscow, and it was delicious. <clears throat> Cold That's borscht of me. kind of is I, like, you know what? I think you were right before. Let's eliminate the cold ones. Yeah. Why Why would you even put them in there? Which I don't believe is, help. that is gazpacho. Three, yeah. three of them, if we're counting uh, borscht as Europe, all three are from Europe. Uh, borscht, 
which is good hot, not going to be the victor. Vichy Soise, Soise, I don't know how you say it, and Gazpacho. One from France, one from uh, Spain, from Andalusia, and one from way better French soup. Are you going to say French onion soup that's just a crouton and cheese? No, it is onion and beef broth. You have to cook, but the best part is the crouton and the cheese. The it's a slice of bread. It's not a crouton. It's a crouton. In France, a slice of bread is a crouton. Whatever. And then (laughs) and then the melted Swiss cheese on top or Gruyere. Come on. Yeah. That is that is world class. I wish. Oh. Oh, I do. I love French onion soup. You know what? Next week on cheat day, you know what's going to happen? You're going to eat a French onion soup. I'm going to go get French onion soup. I don't want to get like the Trader Joe's. No offense to them. It's not that great. Yeah. Like, I want to go somewhere and get a good French onion soup. <laughs> Do you keep a list throughout the week of things you're going to eat on cheat day? I used to. Now I, now I just sort of go with the flow. That's I do good. have this, this notion, you know, I had a, I had a brunch yesterday, I had a brunch, uh, set up. So uh-huh. with Ben Acker. Yes. That was my, that was my meal out. And then I had this thought, and maybe I'll do this next weekend. I've been craving a blooming onion. <laughs> from Outback? Yeah. Like Those I are so good. I could eat, days. I could eat like maybe two or three little straws of it. And then I remember that I don't really love onions. I don't, I, don't I just like much. the way it looks and it's flashy and it smells great oh. and it's sizzly. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But it, the, it the law of week. diminishing returns on that one, uh, for me is pretty, is uh, pretty prevalent. You want to come down here and go to, go to Outback with me for lunch next week? Yes. All Was right. yesterday Chite? Yeah. Oh, nice. I still have heartburn from it. <laughs> I woke up with heartburn. <laughs> your final, your final meal of cheat day should be a Tums cake. Uh, I, you're, you're not wrong. Instead, <laughs> it was some mint chocolate chip ice cream with a cookie, with fresh baked cookie. Oh, and I was like, I can't. Who baked the cookie? Uh, I did. Oh, you baked? Oh my I God. I just got like a, I just got Toll House and, oh, okay. and baked that. I didn't do it from scratch. Although By I the way, I have – I every time I go through the little toll house on the New Jersey Turnpike when I'm driving from New York to D.C., yeah. they never offer me cookies. That's so dumb. I know. They keep them for themselves. You are a toll house. You have to go that inside. That tree gave me cookies. <laughs> well, the, the strange-looking person it. behind it did. You want some cookies? Come over to my tree. All right. Mark. <laughs> I'm hey, a huge fan of drunk history, Mark. Hey, you, uh, you don't look quite like that Keebler elf I remember. Oh, well, we aged. Come over and get a cookie, Mark. Oh, these, why are all these cookies wet? Mm, because they're covered with love and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly saliva that these cookies are covered in. Mm, it's the soup of the body. Speaking uh, of which, please don't ever say yeah, that again. I do think I, I would have put the French onion soup up there. All right. So, well, let's stay in Europe. Here are our Europe soups. Europe soups. Go ahead. And it, there's a darn fine chance that, that French onion will win this. Um, from Italy, we have minestrone and tortellini in brodo, which is, uh, tortellini in broth. We have avolemono. How do you say that again? Avogolemono. Avogolemono. Avgolemino, yeah, uh, which is uh, actually that was one of my favorite soups. I used to work at a really great Greek restaurant. It was my first table waiting job, and they had this soup. It was because uh, if you called it Avgolemino in Tennessee, where I grew up, I think people would be confused. Like, wait, what is that? 
We had a commercial. We had a commercial on TV for years that was just uh, people trying to Knoxville Knoxvillains trying to say Mitsubishi, which made me laugh. What was the worst mispronunciation? Mitsubishi <laughs> was my favorite. Was my favorite. Um, but it is a <laughs> it is lemon chicken and rice in a broth, yep. and it is delicious. An egg. An egg. Gross. Sorry. <laughs> we can delete that, right? I want it kept in there. So really, eliminating borscht because it can be served cold, eliminating that immediately leaves us really with just five soups. Uh, I'm adding one Italian wedding soup, which is delicious green vegetables and meatballs in a broth, um, which gives us three from Italy, one from Greece, and one from France. Minestrone, tortellini, and brodo, Italian wedding soup from Italy. Avgolemino from Greece and French onion soup. I mean, this one, look, I, I love my Italian people, but there is something magical about French onion soup. Right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think you're right. So good. I do love an Italian wedding soup though. And a minestrone. Like, I love all of these. They're, that's the thing. You, ah, I didn't think I loved soup so much. Yeah, see? You love yeah, soup. I know. I know I do. Look what you've done to me. Mm. <laughs> what about like a what about a split pea soup that's not uh we'll get there don't worry okay i got oh, that in us because it's anderson's well there are a lot of that are probably uh they're probably english that came over here but i just i just lumped all the anglophile soups in with the united states soups okay um because america you know rah rah um can i, so, I have a couple I have a couple, a, a couple more, a couple more, more, a couple more European ones to add. No, I want to go to Asia. <laughs> well, we haven't finished Europe yet. There's more in Europe. Ugh. That's what go I'm ahead. saying. I'm saying, are there? I'm asking. Belgian waffle soup. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna win. Lutefisk in in hot oil <laughs> that we put on the uh, grill and then your face. I don't think, Sven, that you know what soup is. We have a soup that is a shoe on the frisbee. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, okay, I'm shut. Oaken, I'm shutting your big oaken door. Okay, bye. <laughs> Come back soon. I give you shoe frisbee. Is it French onion? Of the European? Yeah. I don't want to eliminate yet. I want to create a list and then start eliminating. Well, no, that's I, that's oh, literally what we the did. Best one in, oh, we got to pick the best one in Europe? Yeah, that was... Oh, oh God. it's onion for sure. That was the whole point. Yes. Okay. I see what you're saying. Remember when I we see. had to pause while I was making the list yeah. that you just said you wanted to make? Ugh. Yeah, but they don't remember that. <laughs> it was so long ago. Who remembers? All right, yeah. yeah, I think French onion out of this list. All right. I would take it for sure. Now, let's move to Asia. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Sit down, puppy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Here are here are our top contenders for Asian soups. Uh Tom Ka, Tom Ka Gai, mm-hmm. which is uh the Thai soup made with coconut milk that has the full size like Mario Brothers Koopa style mushrooms in it. Yeah. Uh it looks like penises. Let's uh, be honest. Well, Weird they penis. do. Weird they penis do. Soup. They do kind of look it does kind of look like weird coconut penis soup. Uh-huh. Uh, ramen, a proper yeah. ramen, which I love. Um, which is not just, I mean, we can also include, you know, the brick of noodles with the little powder thing that costs 25 cents. Uh huh. But I think we're talking about a proper ramen soup bowl, like the big, yeah. Uh, is it Japanese? Yes. 
Why are you talking like right now like you are listening to a phone sex line? <laughs> yes. Give me your ramen. I love ramen. Uh, wonton please, soup. Please, ramen places, start accepting debit cards. <laughs> I beg you. Why are you a cash business? Are you moving weed in the back? Are ramen please, places ramen. cash businesses? So many of them. Interesting. Like, no, we only take cash. We don't trust your cards. Like a card, like it costs that much to have a square. I mean, like, is it like all, like, are they claiming like a loss? Yeah, what but is it's it? not that, look, like, I, I think they're making money on a bowl of ramen. I don't think, I don't think that, I, I doubt that there's $17 worth of stuff in there. I'm guessing most cash only businesses are like, uh, we're cash only. Oh, really? Why? Oh, we don't like paying taxes. Oh, okay. Here you go. Yeah, it's got to have something yeah. to do with it. We that, have two right? sets of books. That's why. I mean, come on. Um, all right. We've got Tom Kagai ramen, yeah. wonton soup, egg drop soup, and hot and sour soup from China. Uh huh. Uh, which, or probably, let's be honest, from the United States, some of those we may have just made up. Yeah. Like chop suey is from San Francisco. Sure. Um, miso soup, which is, oh, one of my That's favorites. That's Japan. That's Japan. Yeah. And from, uh, North Vietnam, did not know this, the origins of what is now famously in the United States butternut squash soup was a, uh, a pumpkin, uh, pumpkin bisque sort of soup from North Vietnam. So, because I love butternut squash soup, I had that originally in the America slash England soups, but I did not know that it came from uh, originally from Southeast Asia. So it's yeah. in there with the Asian soups. I didn't know either. Uh, I butternut squash soup is fine. It's not that great though, right? It's not like if you were making a Mount Rushmore of soups. All right, you wouldn't put that on there, would you? No, no. But if I was making a Mount Rushmore of Asian soups that only had two heads on it, go with yeah. me here. What would they be? I'm throwing Tom Ka in there because I love Tom Ka and I could eat it constantly. Um, I would say Tom Ka and miso. What about you? Wa- I, I'm do our wonton. Venn diagrams cross? I, for me, it would be wonton and ramen. Okay, uh, Tom Ka. Tom Ka, I like, but isn't it made? It's made with cilantro a lot, isn't it? Or am I thinking of Tom Yum? Um, I'm not sure the difference between the two. I think Tom Ka is. I'm sure probably has cilantro. There's a lot of cilantro in Thai food. Yeah, there's a lot of cilantro. Oh, that's personally, I don't like it as much, but for me, the iconic, the two iconic Asian soups are, are ramen wonton. and miso. Yeah. Well, well, wonton has been around since I think the 16th or 17th. Like it's from, oh, really? Like, uh, the, what is it? The Tong dynasty. And, uh, that was how they oh put gosh. the wontons into the soup. Yeah. It might be it actually, it, it, it dates back to the, the, uh, Xing dynasty. So wontons boiled in soup. So that is classic Asian cuisine. Also, just love dumplings. But I mean, that is a go-to soup for me. Is a wonton soup. Here's here's I here's my problem with wonton soup. I love the wonton. Mm-hmm. Then I just feel like I have a bowl of water. Really, it feels like it feels like there's nothing else going on, and, and maybe that's just me. And this is personal tastes again, but. uh yeah. I think there's there's just nothing going like the wonton is the only thing in there. It just sure. feels like well, it just feels like it feels like I have I have a wonton and then when I'm done eating that then I have a, a cup of tea with scallions on top. I mean, it sounds like you go to boring restaurants. A lot of places it will be the wonton, it'll be some pork, some shrimp, um, scallions. Oh yeah, I guess I'm just going to I'm thinking like the wonton soup that comes in a Americanized Chinese restaurant. Even those sometimes you you get I, I mean I, first personally if you give me the wonton and a, like a decent chicken broth mm-hmm. then I'm f- fine with it cuz I'll take the crispy noodles and I'll put them in there. 
but even without it, yeah, I feel like you have to add in. the crispy noodles to make it interesting. It definitely kicks it up a notch. But e- but even if you didn't have it, I would still, I'd be way down with just the uh just the broth and wonton. Well, I don't think it matters because I'm with you on the ramen, and that's where our Venn diagrams cross. So I would say that what's coming out of Asia is ramen. Really? Over? Oh, yeah, over wonton, definitely. <laughs> so much and have some while we decide the best soup all right antarctica <laughs> is going to be um thawed ice and and penguin droppings i'm yeah. just going to write that down australia is going to be a can of fosters <laughs> all right so we've got our european soup yes and we have our asian soup do we need a break what time is it how far are we, how long are we what in? time is it what time is it? Uh, we we could uh, we could take a break. Let's sure. take a little break now, and then we'll come back and we'll pick one from the American soups category. All right. <sighs> There's nothing quite like sailing in the calm international waters on my ship, the SS Biopic. Avast! It's actually pronounced biopic. No, you dingus! It's biopic. Who the hell says that? It's biopic. Because it's the, the words word for biography and picture. If you... All right, that is enough. Ahoy! I'm Dave Holmes. I am the host of the rebooted podcast, formerly known as International Waters, designed to resolve petty but persistent arguments like this. How? By pitting two teams of opinionated comedians against each other with trivia and improv games, of course. Winner takes home the right to be right. What podcast be this? It's called Troubled Waters, where we disagree to disagree! I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And together, we host a podcast called Still Buffering, where we answer questions like... Why should I not fall asleep first at a slumber party? How do I be fleet? Is it okay to break up with someone using emojis? And sometimes we talk about bugs. No, we don't. Nope. <laughs> Find out the answers to these important questions and many more on Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am a teenager. And I was two. Butts, 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 butts. No. <laughs> and we're back. All right. Let's cross the pond. Where were we last? Asia? So let's cross the Pacific pond. Yes. And, uh, and let's take a look at some of these soups we have here. Here is the list. By the way, this list for anyone who's wondering was culled from many, I, cause, you know, I can't just sit here and think of all the soups. So it's culled from many online lists of soups that I found throughout the internet and went, oh yeah, I forgot that one. Oh yeah, and that one. And there were some we eliminated that were like, mm, that seems like very specific to one person or one, you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, like, this is just someone's awesome recipe. But here we go. And some of these are... And this is why I love sometimes being an American, especially an American from the South. Yeah. Some of these soups, you think, well, comfort food, soup's good for you. Some of these are terrible for you. Okay. Because the ones that made me think of this were the first two that I saw. Because they have vegetables in their names, but potato soup? Yep. Which is basically just super creamy mashed potatoes with bacon and cheese and onions in it. Yep. Broccoli cheddar soup, which is basically a dip for nacho chips. True. Um, Those are really the only two that seem terrible for you. 
Have you ever have a good? Have you ever had like a good carrot and ginger soup? Oh yeah, I like that. I had one. I've had a few. There mm-hmm. was a place in Playa del Rey, California, near where uh, Jennifer and I lived for many years, and it like there was this one space. You know, like every neighborhood has one restaurant or bar space that it feels like it switches every year to six months. Like there's a new business in there. Mm-hmm. Just nobody can keep it. Like it's the space is cursed. Yeah, I've there's seen one, places like that. This one restaurant that was there that I think at the time was doing tapas. They had the chef. The soup of the day was this creamy carrot ginger soup that is was so good that I've been chasing that carrot ginger dragon ever since. I've <laughs> never found a soup as good as that. Like it was to the point where I wanted the chef to come out so I could look them in the eyes and say, "You did a very good job with this," and I'm gonna need the recipe so that I can make it. Because otherwise, what is my life? Yeah, and your business is going to close very soon. Let's face it; this yeah. isn't going to. Nothing work out. survives in this cursed building. Can I just have your recipe? Yeah, before the ghosts get to you, do you mind? But that it seems like that has the same sort of base or the same general. Like, if we're putting them into categories, that would be the same. I would put that with like the butternut squash soup or the pumpkin soup, like. Right. Gourds and root vegetables pureed into soup form with like ginger or something that kind of sweetens it a little. Yeah. That is, and it's a delicious soup. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a, yeah. What, it, what makes, just out of curiosity, I want to look this up right now. What makes a bisque a bisque? Um, th- I think milk, cream base. Oh, nope. Got it. It's, uh, a bisque is uh it's a French style of soup made with crustaceans. Okay. That's what I meant. That it's uh but it does seem <laughs> it does seem generally like a creamier soup. It means a uh you bring a lobster in and you make the soup together and then it's a bisque. Yeah. <laughs> but that would what made me think that's of it was like chef. because it's that like pureed sort of sweetened thing, that's what mm-hmm. I always think of as like a bisque. I would say like, oh, so that's like a uh like a, you know, carrot ginger bisque, but it's not, I guess, unless it has crustaceans in it. But there are tomato bisques, and I don't think they have lobster or crab or or, or anything like that in them. No, but they have they have hard shell tomatoes in it. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. You're used to using soft shell tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is hard shell tomatoes, but they're the you know the claws are bigger. So I don't I don't want to feel you know weird like I'm not a good cook, but I don't even have a tomato hammer. <laughs> Does that mean? I should probably go. To, I'm going to go to Williams Sonoma after this. Go to, go to Williams Sonoma and ask him for a tomato hammer. Yeah. No um, here's another one that I've never uh, actually eaten as a soup itself. I've only used it as an ingredient in Thanksgiving casseroles, and that is cream of mushroom. Yep. Uh, have you ever had a bowl of cream of mushroom soup? I hate mushrooms. No. Oh, that's I'm fair. Not interested. Um, I hate, I hate when stuff's made with cream of mushroom. I just realize. Listen, listen, Hal. You're going to want to eat this dish. And you have to deal with the fact that there are tiny bits of mushroom in it. Yeah. And just, like, just be okay with it. You'll know when you bite into one because you have that like weird squishy pocket of bad flavor. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of that, it's a great dish. So just enjoy the dish. You know what? What do you look? You're alive. It's a it's another day. You have nothing to complain about. I want to someday be in a movie or a television show. Where my performance is described as weird, squishy pockets of bad flavor. <laughs> um, getting back to soups, um, there's the classic tomato soup. 
uh, tomato bisque as well, which is like the creamier tomato soup, yes. which I guess just has, you know, hard shell tomatoes in it. Um, beef and barley, another classic, lesser known, but I think when you think about it, you go, oh yeah, I love that soup. Uh, sure. I wonder if it is based or it's and in, at least similar to this is, by the way, not just America, the United States of America. This is the Americas because this also in this list includes pozole, which is Mexican soup uh, that much like beef and barley is a meat and a grain. But it's hominy and, uh, you know, beef or pork. And it's super spicy and delicious. And you can get it in all the great Mexican restaurants in L.A. And I love pozole. There is then there's white bean, black bean, split pea. That's our little trio of uh, of legumes. Lentil, the classic chicken noodle. Three different versions of clam chowder. Uh, there is the Manhattan clam chowder, which is the red one. There's the New England clam chowder, which is the white one. And the lesser known Rhode Island clam chowder, which is the gray one, uh, which is very good. I've also got uh, two seafood soups on here, two bisques. The lobster bisque and the South Carolina she crab bisque. Which I realize I might sound like I'm being regional for my, for my South Carolinian family that lives there, but it is a huge deal there. And okay. South Carolina she crab bisque is one of the state's treasures of state's culinary treasures. And then I put matzo ball soup on this list as well. Cause, uh, you've had it in America. Cause that's where I ate it. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it comes from Israel, if it comes from, um, uh, Eastern Europe or where, but. I just put it on this list because it feels like weirdly it feels like Americana to me. You know what I mean? Like it's probably from somewhere else, but matzo ball soup feels like an Americana dish. Right. So what jumps out at you from this list right here as like, I mean, I feel like we'd be doing a ball soup is, is from Eastern Europe. It is from European. All right. So do you want to, do you want to move it to see if it moves French onion out of the way or do you want to see if it wins this category? I want to, uh, I mean, I don't think every, most people haven't had it. There are a startling number of people who've never had it. So I, I think yeah. even though it's great, it's very good. It is my, I was first re- at first reluctant to try it. Cause I was like, wait a minute. So they take a saltine, mush it up into a ball and put it in a soup. I can just crank, I can just shred up the saltines and put them on top myself. Sure. But that's not what it is. You know me. I like, I like a baseball sized, just dense hunk of carbs. Yeah. Which is, which is what is right there in the middle of that soup. Beautiful. I am personally in favor. This is just not about its ubiquity because that I would say chicken noodle would have to come to the top of this one or tomato. I love a lobster bisque. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you like soup plantation? You live near one. Um, I think I went once like maybe 15 years ago. Oh my God. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Look, look, where I come from, we try to avoid places with plantation in the name nowadays. Fair enough. It's a different, uh, yeah. Sweet tomatoes. That's a, that's the other name for it. Sweet tomatoes. That sounds like a, uh, that sounds like an expletive. What? Sweet tomatoes. Something's happening on the soup plantation. (laughs) Soup plantation has a variety of soups based on the season and maybe even by month they change. Mm -hmm. But one of these stalwarts is their big chunk chicken noodle soup. Mm hmm. Which is so good. It's like the thickest noodles you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Big chunks of chicken. I've seen some pretty thick noodles. Dishwater broth, but you have to, once you add salt to it, you're fine. And I'll, I will eat two to three bowls of it because you just get a little bowl. Like mm-hmm. they try to portion control you at soup plantation. That doesn't work. 
I just mm-hmm. you're just making me walk more. Maybe you just want me to exercise to to earn the food. But the chicken noodle is what I go for every time. I think chicken noodle is a of all of these soups, and they all have their merits. I feel like cream of mushroom in particular is something that is not is less notable for a soup that you eat and more for as a yeah. soup that you cook with. It's just the ingredient cream of mushroom. Yeah. And I would say, honestly, I would say that white bean and black bean both yeah. feel more like stews to me. They almost Navy have the consistency bean. of chili. Yes. Like yes, bean bean soup. I love a good bean soup. Yeah. But in this in this version, you know, it with by our criteria and also because we have to eliminate stuff. It's a little stewier. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. That navy bean soup that they serve at McGuire's in Pensacola is amazing. It's fantastic. Shout that out. Yeah. McGuire's is, uh, for those who don't know, it is a restaurant in Pensacola, which I imagine is most. Uh, it is a restaurant in Pensacola, Florida that we always frequent when we go to Pensacon. Yes. Here is an example of what this restaurant serves, and it's amazing. I love this place. Their steak sandwich is a full-size T-bone with a knife jabbed in it atop a piece of bread. <laughs> so they have a sense of humor about their food. Yeah. It's great. I'm very and their and their nachos and their nachos are the size of a uh, are the size of a human. You know, the countdown's on. We're only like 5 months or so away from it. It's true. I hope I can go this year. I think I'm going to be overseas when it happens. I hope you can too. I, I know. It's, it's we're shooting up. We're shooting January. probably through April. Oh, well then, jeez. Yeah. Forget about that. <laughs> you know what? Bring me back one of those steaks on a piece of bread. I'll ship it to you. There you go. I'll ship it to wherever you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, chicken noodle soup has to be the winner from. from yeah, America. I mean, like there is a whole series of books called Chicken Soup for the Soul. Like it is considered like the word is a synonym for heartwarming and, you know, down home and soulful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, it is an accessible soup. But God, there's some great soups on that list. That South Carolina she crab bisque, and now I can't stop thinking about it. It's so specific. It is, yeah. And I don't know what a she crab is. If it's only female crabs, and how do you tell? Is the shell a different color or something? I don't know. Or is it's that just crab. the name that it got? It's a crab that looks like she-ra. Ooh. Power. Instead of she-ra, it's she crab? Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll take that. Battling Hordak <laughs> under the ocean waves. Um, all right. So here are our three finalists, Hal. Yes. Our three finalists. It's going to be interesting because they each have different things going for them. Mm-hmm. Chicken noodle. Yes. French onion. Yes. And ramen. Cash only. Cash only. Now, ramen, I think, has the most going on. Like a proper ramen with all the different goodies inside. Chicken noodle can be pretty pedestrian, but like we said, is a synonym for soulful and comforting. So, and French onion is just an indulgence. Yes, because it is another one of those soups that is terrible for you. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, French onion soup. Mm-hmm. What goes in it? How do you make a French onion soup? Just give me the the most basic. What is a basic version of French onion soup? It is uh, broth with caramelized onions. Uh-huh. And, um, either one or multiple croutons and yes. then topped with Gruyere cheese and melted. Okay. Great. Mm-hmm. That's a beef broth. Okay. Generally chicken noodle soup. What is a basic chicken noodle soup? I know you can put a lot of different things in it, but the, the basic version of it is the basic version of a chicken noodle soup is, uh, chicken broth. Uh huh. And, um, noodles. 
Yes. And uh, chicken. Actually, I would say the best way is uh, saute up a mirepoix first, uh-huh. then put the uh, then put the broth in, then add the add the chicken. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, so you've easily identified the basic ingredients of both of those soups. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. the basic ramen? Uh, basic ramen is a kombu and katsuboshi stock. Uh huh. And then you, it's got a meat. It's got uh, a little dashi, uh, hard boiled egg on top. Uh, braised pork belly is usually the meat. Um, and then you know you can put all kinds of stuff on top of it. Uh, finish it off with a little bit of sesame oil. See, I feel like a ramen is so sort of wide ranging. Mm-hmm. Like there are different broths. Mm-hmm. There's no. It seems like there's no standard broth. You went. Th- this was a, this was an elaborate way of eliminating I'm just, ramen. I'm no, no. I, well, I'm just curious going <laughs> through it. I, I, By the way, I, I I have to be honest. I knew what you were doing. So yeah. I, as quickly as I could, looked up a recipe for ramen. I don't you have no a idea. A recipe, but there. Uh, a lot of different types of broth. Mm-hmm. What protein goes in it is different, or it could be vegetarian. And yeah. it just feels like it's too wide ranging. It also feels like it's not a, really about the broth. The broth is an important part of it, but it feels like it's see the broth. It, it I, almost doesn't feel like a soup. It feels like a meal that involves broth. If I'm if I get a soup that is just broth, uh, I that is the like. I don't know. Something's a broth to, a broth to me is just boring. Sure. You know? I'm not saying it should just be broth, but I'm saying the broth it just ramen doesn't feel like soup to me. And it feels it, like I, it feels I, like a, a meal that someone poured broth on top of. It feels like a meal that involves soup. Okay. And I don't I I I could be 100% wrong, but when has that ever happened? <laughs> <laughs> Well, so you want to eliminate ramen. I just, I don't think of it as a soup. I think of it as a, as. It's a soup. Of course it's it a soup. A, it is a soup. I, I'm just, I, I'm kind of working through how I think about it. Okay. What, what makes for you personally, what makes a great soup? Is it the broth? Is that the primary thing? The broth is part of it. And it's like, like the fact that it has a bunch of stuff in it to yeah. me, is a huge selling point. Sure, a hundred percent. That's why I was like, I don't like wonton soup because it's just one thing in boiling water. I, you know what I mean? I think that's a, a it's a gross mischaracterization. What, I realize that is, but but for purposes of this point that I'm making, yeah, I, I will. By the, there's a sentence I could use all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for purposes of this point I'm making, I'm going to grossly mischaracterize. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if it's. It's like a plus for ramen or, or a minus if ramen is like maybe it should be the winner because it's so flexible in terms of the different things that it is. Chicken noodle soup is chicken noodle soup. And you're getting all of your you're getting all of your daily requirements for all of your food groups and nutrients, I imagine, in don't one s- bowl of ramen. Don't stretch it. Don't push it. I don't all know right. if that's necessarily true. Yeah. But with you know I mean it's as far as health goes, it's got it's got a hell of a lot more on French onion soup. Yeah. French onion soup. French onion soup is a crouton and cheese with some soup underneath. It doesn't need to be the most complex thing in the world to do. That's the true. They are perfect. It is, it is a few simple ingredients perfectly executed. It can be messed up. Mm-hmm. 
It could be too salty a broth. It can be not salty enough. Could use different kinds of, you know, like red onions might not work as well as other kind of onions, like a yellow onion or a brown onion. Also, I just, I'm just not huge on onions. Right. I, um, I generally, I don't like them raw. Cooked, I'm good. Yeah. Caramelized, I, I enjoy. Yeah. You know what? We're kind of talking around in circles right now. Yeah, we just are. To, just to see where we are. Sure. Let's do a quick one, two, three. Okay. One, two, three. Chicken, Chicken noodle. Chicken noodle. Yeah. People I of the world. So. <laughs> It's chicken noodle soup. Chicken once, chicken twice. <laughs> Talking chicken soup with rice? No, noodles. Sorry. I know that the song is about rice, but take that rice out, pound it flat, form it into noodles, and then put it back in the soup and eat it. It is the, the soup that means comfort. It is a, it, it is certainly a very American soup, but it is available elsewhere. But hey, we're two Americans picking best soup. And we even took another noodle soup to the finals. Another culture's noodle soup with proteins in it. But I, you just can't beat it. It's just, it's the best soup. It's the best. If you haven't had it in a while, have some. Make some yourself. Get a can of it. Go to Soup Plantation and get that big chunk chicken noodle. Put some salt and pepper on there. You will be in for a treat, for goodness sakes. Oh, chicken noodle soup. I love you so much. I love all of you <laughs> soups. All, every soup out there, I tip my hat to you. Yeah. The good work you're doing, keeping our bellies warm and our hearts full. Chicken noodle soup is our winner, asked and answered. Now I want some chicken noodle soup. I know Actually, you know what? I'm going to be perfectly honest. Please. Now I want some soup. But I don't think I actually want chicken noodle soup. I respect that it won. What do you want? Shark's fin soup? No, I want that, I want that Greek soup. That's what I want right now. Avgolemino? Avgolemino is so good. Mm. Anyway, chicken noodle won because it's, it's, it is synonymous with heart. That's, that's why. That's why. And it's so delicious. Yeah. And it's settled. That's it. Yeah. Um, so don't at us. Actually do add us with more because we need more topics. So please reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweets or check out the maximum fun subreddit or you can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group. Share your favorite soups and your soup recipes and let's all have a soup love fest together at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. Yeah, I just want to curl up on a couch with you and eat soup and watch whatever is currently our version of the best Marvel movie. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Mm-mm, good. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.